0: Hello and welcome to the Mix Air Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B-Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom-bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. All right, people. Tonight is going to be streamer no stream for our boy Kendrick Lamar and his new project, Mr. Morals and the Big Stepper. And we're also going to be doing streamer no stream for our boy uh, Jack Harlow. Come home. The kids miss you. And we're going to throw in a little bit of talking hip hop. All right. So let's jump into it with our uh, social media plugs. You can follow us on Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod. Again, that's Mix Era Rap P.O.D. Reaper, tell them where they can find you on social media.
1: As always, you can find me across social media at the 313kid, T-H-E, 313kid on Instagram, Twitter, WeChat, if you're on that Asia thing and Mixcloud, if you like DJ mixes.
0: All right. Appreciate that, man. Uh, we're going to jump straight into it. And uh, we're going to play one of the songs that we thought was notable from the uh, double uh, album from Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morals, and the Big Stepper. And here we go with that first song we thought was notable. Take off the fool. take off the cloud chase, take off the Wi-Fi. Take off the money phone, take off the car loan, take off the
2: flex and the white loss. Take off the weird ass jewelry, I'ma take 10 steps, then I'm taking off top off. Take off the barricade, dreams and a microwave. Means it's a real world outside. Take, Take off, off your idols.
3: Take off the runway.
2: Take off the Cairo. Take off the sandal. Pay five days day. Take off for the new hallelujah. Take, Take off the far flat. Take off perception. Take off the cap with the iPad. Take off the allure. Take off the unsure. Take off the visions I Take off the fake deep. Take off the fake woke. Take off the humble. Take
3: off the gossip. Take off the new logic. They're from rich Take off the shit nail. Take off the
2: doj. Take off the broken bag. Take all that designer bullshit off and what do?
0: That was in 95 by our man Kendrick Lamar. Let's jump into it with this question, man. Uh, we're not the hugest fan of double albums. I just want to get the, this elephant out the room. Fellas, was the project too long or was it just right? Kev, your thoughts?
2: That is an excellent question. and I, I don't know if I could really answer that now. It didn't... I, I would probably say it was too long because the tone of it, it just... It just, I don't know. It just seemed like it just dragged, and I don't know. I didn't like, I don't know. It was something about the mood of it. It just, I just didn't get it. It just, yeah. So it, I wish it was shorter. I think if he'd have went seven songs, it would have been a lot better. Yeah, I i, yeah, I have to say
1: yes. It was too long. Seven songs on each disc or seven songs total? Seven songs total. <laughs> you asked him to delete three-fourths of the album.
2: Yeah. yeah i mean but but you know what though i think i think that i listened to it at the wrong time because i waited a week and and i had to lower my expectations because because i just felt like it was a lot it was a lot of unnecessary hype behind it and then it was the album i listened to before this one I think messed up my experience with this one. So I, I really have to give it another listen. But I don't know. That's why I'm like, I, I really don't want to be too critical because maybe I'm not giving it a fair chance. You only listen to it once?
1: One and a half. <laughs> one and a half. One and a half. One and a half. One and a half.
0: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Well, did uh, the the next question for you before we go back to re before we go to Reaper? Why only one and a half?
2: It it was the tone of it. It it was just oh, as much as I hate to say it, it had a very emo feel to me. Okay, I didn't see the consciousness that people were talking about. I didn't see this great album people was talking about. But I will say this about Kendrick: I think that. What he has been able to do these past what, what has it been like a week and a half or a week or so? He can legit we can legitly put him in goat or Rushmore status because it's it's hard to garner this attention that he has for this album. You know, I mean, is a, a lot of people don't get this mm. get this look. I mean, it's been hype. It's been a whole bunch of hype. I mean, people love the video, which was okay and. People love this album, which was. Eh.
1: I think it's misplaced, though. I don't. I don't. I think the hype is warranted because the last project that he put out won the Pulitzer, right? And then Kendrick does this.
2: Well, it did, that depends on what you consider his last project, though.
1: What was after that? Oh, Black Panther. That's what you're talking about.
2: No, see, everybody says, uh, "Damn to Pimp a Butterfly," and then this one. A lot of people forget about Untitled. And, and it's kind of and I'm like But
1: Untitled didn't come, didn't come out. The Untitled came out before that stuff.
2: It came out before. I thought Untitled was the last album, wasn't it? No. Damn was the last album?
1: Right. Yeah, man, are you drunk?
2: I maybe I am.
1: Man, and Black Panther, he did, I mean if you cuz it, it credits that on depending on where you look at the discography because it was on TDE and he had a bunch of songs on there and maybe he was executive producer but even if you don't count that, if you count that as like a compilation album, the last album won a Pulitzer, and then Black Panther was, because that was 2017, and then Black Panther was 2018, I believe. And then Kendrick does this thing where he just recluse, like he, he doesn't do interviews, he don't, you know, Twitter like that, he don't talk to nobody, he just disappears for three, four, five years. And that's what's driving the hype more than anything, how, how you drop because again Pulitzer is like and again for the record Pulitzer Prize is like a big deal and it's the only non opera and non jazz record ever to win that award so that's a really big deal how you win an award like that and then just say appreciate it and then just get lost for 5 years you know who does that so i think that's where the hype is for more than anything not necessarily but still
2: i mean but i mean but 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 you make him. I think. I think you kind of justify my point. Like we should be putting him in. You know, this high status. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. But for him to achieve this goal, I think he deserves a lot of credit for it, though. And I think we should put him up there. If you want to say top five or top ten of all time, I think he. I think it's something that he can, legitly, put that title on himself. <laughs> make these bold claims, right? <laughs>
0: well i'm I'm just gonna say let let's get through this stream or no stream before we give him that title so uh, I'm sorry Reaper. go ahead and uh is is the is the two disc too long or is it just right?
1: Well, you know what the reason that he did the so okay, I will say I think the first disc plays out faster than the second I looked up and I was like, oh, this is the last track on the first uh disc and then the the second. I looked up at it like maybe like two times like uh, this one is a little bit more dragon than the other one so uh could some of the songs have been eliminated I mean obviously but the uh I, I pulled it up it only clocks in at it's like 67 minutes or something like that like it's not that long oh 70, 73 minutes okay so it's a couple of minutes over an hour you know we've had a, a bunch of a bunch of uh albums on this show that are 20 tracks but each track is only two minutes and it's still only mess around and be 50 minutes or something like that so this is longer than what we normally review but again nowadays maybe it just feels long because everything else that's coming out is shorter you know but like i said the reason that he put out uh, a double disc album is the 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 tupac reason he's trying to leave or he's not trying to leave he is leaving tde top dog entertainment And he still owed them two albums on his deal. So instead of making an album and waiting and making another album, if you make a two-disc album, it counts as two albums, you dig? Just like Tupac with All Eyes on Me. He signed with uh, Death Row for that one and the Machiavelli record, I believe. And three records, two double discs and one, all right, I'm out of the deal kind of thing. So...
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna delve more into that in uh, in the latter part of this um segment. So let's uh move on to the second question. And you know, you know, I always like to hear from you guys on the production. So uh Reaper, your thoughts on the production of the project.
1: It's one of those interesting things when you actually look at the credits and you see Alchemist is on there and Boy Wanda is on there two or three times, it's like, hmm, okay. But I think when you listen to it, he must have gotten all the producers in a room or had like a really clear vision of like, this is what I want it to sound like. This is what I'm going for. And then just had producers that were down to make that sound or make that, that vision come to life. Because I don't, I don't necessarily think you could pick out any of the producers on the record like for displaying a specific style is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. So for me, you know, uh the 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 JLBS and Soundwave did like 90% of the project in some form or fashion where they were co-producing with other people. And um I think you're correct on that, Reaper, that he was trying to get a feel for the entire project. So I think those are you know, part of his production team. And he had them kind of oversee what some of the other producers he brought in were doing for them to get so many credits on the album. If you ask me, you know, and he uh, is also was on there uh, as well. And I know he's a part of some of um, some of um, Kendrick's other projects in the past. So uh, let's let uh, Kev uh, anchor this one. Kev, your thought on the production for Mr. Morals and the Big Stepper. No comment.
1: man you're on one today
2: (laughs) i i I, I mean uh, you know what though and i'm gonna tell you reba makes a good point and that's what makes it even worse the point you made i i I, um i can see exactly what you mean that you know giving these guys a vision and then picking um picking beats that kind of was in this one realm and I think, that's the, that, I think that was a mistake to me. I wish he would have let these guys do what they do best. And just like you just said, it's like you can't tell. Unless you look at it, you wouldn't know someone by their signature sound unless someone told you, oh, this so-and-so did this beat, and so-and-so did that beat. I would prefer to see Kendrick just get one producer and just do a whole album with that producer. I think he's at that point in his career that... That would help him. But I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's it's a lot of this stuff just felt very. I don't know. It just it was just I, I I swear, I think I listened to it at the wrong time because I don't see what other people see.
0: No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, I, Again, I'm, I'm still questioning and we'll get to that uh, further down the road. Uh, you only listening to it once because I just don't think you can listen to this once. Why? why this is uh this is probably the most educated attempt at hip-hop i've ever dealt with recently or ever i'm 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 I'm, i was be careful with the ever let me say let me i'm not i'm not gonna say ever not number one It's the number one i'm gonna say at least over the last 10 years yes definitely It's one of the most educated, especially what we're talking about when we're talking about what's out, you know, what's hot right now. Nothing can compare to the levels of uh, complexity that he did for this project. That's what I
2: I mean, but he's always kind of did his own thing. And no matter what album he's done, it was what he wanted to do. And he's shown that he can be successful saying whatever he wants to say. He doesn't have to play into this. Oh, this is what's hot now. Let me do what's hot so I can stay on top. No, he does like like you said. He he did his own thing. He did he talked about controversial issues. He he wasn't afraid to speak on other subject areas. Which, like I said, that's applauding for that. But it it just like I said, I, I honestly feel like it must have I must have listened to it at the wrong time because none of it connected to me.
0: No, I got you. I got you with that. So we're gonna shut that one down and move on to the next song that we thought was uh notable from the project and here we go
3: Detach my calling this right on time. Transformation, I must add a thousand lives and like three thousand wives. You should know that I'm slightly y'all fighting off demons that been outside. Better known as myself, I'm a demigod. Every thought is creative. Sometimes I'm afraid of my open mind. Shit on my mind is heavy. Tell
0: you in pieces because it's way too heavy. My damn is the joker is heavy. Ah, yeah, man. And that was Mr. Morrill from Kendrick Lamar's new project. <laughs> Mr. Morrill and the Big Stepper. I'm going to jump in and uh, ask and answer the question, his skill level as far as the lyrics on this project. And uh, that's the first question for this part of this segment. And I'm going to jump in and just say that the complexity of what he was trying to convey in his art, it's indescribable for over the last few years. Uh, I'm definitely wavering on the the most difficult tightrope forever for all time, but it was some difficult things he was trying to convey in the way he conveyed it in the artistic form that he conveyed it. If everyone understands me when I say that this is not a project for the lighthearted, I, I you know, for me, I, I think if I would have stopped at two, Kev, I just I don't know if I would have been able to give a a quality review of it for me because I, I I was I was I was stooped when it came to this album. I, I mean, I, I listened to it honestly and I listened to it again, honestly. And then I said, wait a minute, I, I'm, I need to, I need to take my time. And I stopped running both, both uh, discs. So then I just listened to this one twice. I listened to this one twice by itself and then I got what the feel was. And I was like, okay, okay. Now I get what it, I, I see where he's headed. Then I listened to this two twice and I said, okay, I'm getting it," and then. As the the latter part of this week, I said, you know what, now it's time to listen to the whole project. So then I listened to the whole project twice and was like, oh, genius.
2: So you listened to this thing about seven, eight times. Yes.
0: Now. Yes, I did.
2: But it took you, but but like you just, you just admitted to say that it took you at least six times to get it. Yes. Okay.
0: So I'll, I'll slide into you with that same question. The level of lyricism on the project, Kev
2: from what i've heard it 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 didn't <laughs> it pushed the envelope because no one else is doing it but it's not unusual for him and the things he said i don't think he i don't think he went too far off his path i just i don't i don't know i i, I honestly i could probably give you a better you know give me a week or something and i could probably give you a better answer but i i don't get it i don't get it i just don't <laughs> I, I don't want to seem like I'm wanna I don't want to feel like I'm this dog this album just to dog it or just to say that oh it's too much hype and you know that's why I want to say all these negative things no I just I haven't had enough time with it and I just think that the way I listen to it what hurt my experience with it
0: I'm with you on that. All right, let's slide it into uh, with Reaper. Reaper, your thoughts on the lyricism from Kendrick's new project, Mr. Morale and uh, The Big Stepper.
1: Yeah, uh, we we all know Kendrick can rap and the complexity and everything. Uh, I would say that's what the project has going for it the most is the lyricism and the storytelling on quite a few of the songs. Like, it's not just radio singles. I mean, Kendrick has never really been a radio single or like a club single guy, but uh, I would say that's probably the highlight or the, the the reason to listen to the album more than anything is the the storytelling throughout both uh, discs.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, so now let's get into the hard part of this, man, and uh, we're going to try to keep it tight, but this, this part I think is the meat of our discussion, and we're going to start it off with it's a three-part question. Was E2 Emo, was this a throwaway project, and streamer no stream? Uh, Kev? What? What? That's the... No, the answer
1: is, well, at least before we get to stream or no stream, because that's the verdict. But the answer for number one and number two is no. Do you have another question?
0: You don't think it was E2 Emo, and you don't think... I
1: don't think it's Emo a- at all. I think, and again, I'm not trying to put words in Kev's mouth, but I think Emo, emo is the correct, the incorrect word. I don't think it's Emo at all. Zero percent. All right, then what do you think it is? Because what emo is, so emo comes from the rock world. Emo is short for emotional, but emo has evolved over the years. Actually, and people think emo is an aesthetic and it looks a certain way and especially in rap it's like sad boys and you know, blah blah, but if you go to the origins of emo rock is Weezer and they they were almost preppy. Like they would wear polos and khakis and stuff. Emo was more about the word emotional. It's about being able to talk about your emotions, just period. Whereas in the rock scene, people might not care about that. It might be more about partying or radio singles or just life experiences. Emo came on the scene as like, not just life experiences, but I'm going to talk about this breakup, but not forget this girl, or I'm about to go smash another girl. It was more about I broke up with this girl and I'm sad. I'm like I don't like that she's gone. I wish I could get her back or it was my fault that she's gone. You dig? And then over the years it sort of got infused with punk and people leaned into their emotions more and more and somewhere along the lines it became more about being sad or being loathsome than than just expressing your emotions as a positive outlet. You dig? So is You know, and then we get all the way, you know, where we are now with like emo rap and stuff. It's a really dark version of, you know, emo punk and stuff. Where it's just like, I'm thinking about committing suicide and I don't have any friends. And, you know, I'm wearing black nail polish and I'm just, I'm loathing. You you dig? And it's, Kendrick's project is not that at all. At all. There's no stuff about suicide or... Locking himself in a room, or it's not none of that. It's not none of that.
0: All right. Well, then. The, wait a the, minute.
2: The, wait a minute. Go wait ahead, a minute. Cal. I'm gonna be okay. So the 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 point you gave, right? Yeah. I feel like it's that first part. You like here's the origins, expressing yourself in X Y Z. I don't fit. Well, well, I I could say I used the wrong wording or. I'll say that. I'll say that. But I feel like the first part of what you were saying, based off the origins, I feel like that's what I was trying to say about this album, for me.
1: I mean, but even still that, I still don't completely agree with that, because is he expressing his emotions? Yeah, sure. But is he expressing his emotions on a way that he hasn't before, or that is stepping outside of the box or his comfort zone? Not really. No. Right, not really. And that's that's what emo is. Like if you're, if you're like uh, on the Games album, the first documentary, all of the stuff on there was gangster rap, all of it. For, well, not all of it, most of it is gangster rap, right? But he's got that one song where he's like supposedly drunk or tipsy and he's kind of like crying about, you know, getting shot and stuff like that. That would be considered early stage emo because it's like, no, I'm tough and I did get shot and I'm like more of a G for getting shot and surviving. But like this song is about me getting shot and yo, I thought I was going to die like and I'm a little bit drunk and I'm sort of shedding thug tears, you know what I mean? But these thug tears not thug tears by the end of the song. Like I'm crying for real. That's what emo is. I don't think Kendrick is doing that on none of these songs.
0: All right. All right. All right. So uh, Kev, can you give a, a more detailed sense of where you at? If you if you're in agreement with uh, Reaper on the not emo, then do you believe it's a throwaway?
2: I I can't say that yet,
0: <laughs>
2: and I don't want to. No, and, no. But the reason, the re- like I said, like I've been saying, pretty much the whole segment is I haven't. I don't really feel like I gave it enough time or enough enough of my energy to really say. Yes or no? I mean, like right now, I'm saying, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm I'm I'll be honest, I'll say no right now. It was nothing, uh, memorable that I've heard so far. Or I can't, I, I couldn't even remember the stuff. Even you know, if you if somebody to like, oh man, what you like on that Kendra joint, I'd have been like, I don't know, I can't get your song title. I, I think the only song I really remember is the uh, the last song, and I don't even remember the name of that song.
0: Are you talking about Mirror?
2: Okay, if that's the name, that's the that's the name of it.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh-huh.
2: you know, I'm I, I I don't want people to think I'm just dogging it, just to dogging, it, but I just it wasn't I didn't it nothing connected to me. I didn't feel the the passion that other people saw or like you were saying earlier, "Oh my god, it's, you know, no one is, you know, this is so XYZ and, you know, we haven't heard this in this long period of time." I mean, but Kendra does this every album like it's, it was nothing different. It just, like, people are going to disagree with me, but I don't see no difference between this one, Damn, and To Pimple Butterfly, to be honest with you. I feel like all three albums sound the same to me.
0: Whoa. <laughs> I think the tone is definitely different in all three. In what way? The tone, I think that in Damn, he was trying to express something that was uh, more in a political matter and not something that was interpersonal. And I think this project is very. But isn't
2: but isn't but isn't your political views personal?
0: I think it, it, I think it was what was going on at the time.
2: But aren't your political views personal?
0: They are. But I don't believe that he was trying to go for what his specific, you know, personal feelings on politics was, what the overall feel of where black society was.
2: And in what in what capacity, though?
0: I just think he thought he was going where black society was at that time.
2: But that that was his personal opinion, though. Right.
0: On where on where we were as a people, maybe I'm not I'm not going to jump out the window on that one. I'm just I I think that he just was he he, he took the temperature of what was going on at that moment and said, I can put something to express how people are feeling. That's what I thought where this was
2: based off his feelings
0: how other people are feeling whereas this project
2: but you can't but you can't speak for other people though all the time but let, let kev let him finish okay. day. <laughs>
0: and i again just for me i thought that this was very interpersonal you know the the auntie song uh the the song with he and his uh you know d- doing the relationship song i just thought that yeah man i i, I really thought it was definitely interpersonal, even when he was talking about himself not being raised by a man fully and his shortcomings because he wasn't raised by a man, you know, or, or or, you know, that he maybe didn't didn't get the information he needed from the male figures in his life. I don't know those things, but it that's what I took from the project. Again, I'm just saying that for me, I'm just going to jump out the window and say this now that Reaper's thrown it out there. I, I think that it could be a half-hearted, not not a throwaway, but a half-hearted attempt to get out of this TDE project, but still give you art, if that makes sense. I know it may not, Reaper. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you <laughs> jump in there and finish this one off and then we'll get to the streamer, no streams. Go ahead, Reaper, take it away.
1: All right. So um yeah, like I said before, the lyricism and the storytelling is definitely what this project has going for it most. Songs like we Cry Together, which is the relationship song, and uh, or toxic relationship song, or the Auntie Diaries about uh, his trans family member, and uh, Mother Sober, Mr. Morale. There's quite a few that are, again, not radio songs, not club songs, but like deep reflections on these experiences he's had in his life, and... The way that we cry together plays out it's I've had a lot of people comment to me on stuff about that song in particular because it's like it's supposed to be a, a, a real fight you know between a, a, a black couple like in real time that doesn't necessarily like they shouldn't be together, but they are together and this is how they fight and this is how they like make up in the end kind of thing but it's like a cycle, you know what I mean and it's it's a really cool concept unfortunately because it is heavy and because it is like a lot of just cussing and a lot of you know i get the point of it it actually it actually reminded me of a guilty conscience with eminem and dr dre but um it's not something that i need to listen to over and over like i get the point of it and i think that's a bigger like that's my overall grade or my overall idea about the, the album as a whole like it has some really good storytelling, some good lyricism. There's elements of, you know, conscious hip hop throughout. It's got some experimental aspects, some free jazz, a bit of, you know, uh, uh, spoken word and stuff like that. Like there's messages throughout the album. I think if you're a Kendrick fan at this point still, that's what you're looking for. You're not necessarily looking for radio and club bangers because that's not what he's really ever been. If you're still looking for Kendrick to take a trip back to the hood, like good kid, mad city. I don't think you're ever going to get that. I'm sorry. I think, you know, what did Jay-Z say? Uh, I can't think of the line, but it's like if the bottom line is if you want my old stuff, go buy the old albums, you know, it's like, it's like that, you know, and there's something to say about that. I think that's commendable too. You could make good kid, mad city, you know, it got rave reviews, whatever, whatever. It would have been a layup for him to just make good kid mad city part two it would have been a layup like he could have just done that with his eyes closed but he didn't he went left when everybody wanted him to go right and made butterfly and then he went left again when people you know whatever whatever so yeah i think that's most of my thoughts on it solid some redeeming qualities but a little bit preachy for me and a little bit tough to just listen to while i'm chilling you know i don't really want to hear a lot of this stuff while i'm chilling so i won't say i can't say that it's going to be in my rotation like that but i dig what he's saying
0: all right fellas now it's that time stream or no stream reaver take it away
1: yeah just to reiterate uh what i said i believe if you are a kendrick fan you're gonna love the album i believe if you're woke, quote unquote, or if you're interested in the black experience, quote unquote, you know, I would say, I'm going to say stream with the asterisk of everybody could go ahead and stream it once. I don't know. It'll depend on how you like it when you stream it once, if it's going to go into your rotation. I I might say it could be 50-50 if you're going to really just fall in love with the record or not. Um, but I think everybody can just go ahead and stream it once. You know what? I was going to say this too. I'll say this, uh, in this part, since I didn't say it in the main review, man, why doesn't the, the source do album reviews anymore, man? I need to get in touch with the source or uh, xxl double XL. Like, why don't they, you know, cause all of the mainstream, I don't, I don't want to say white, but all of the mainstream sort of reviewing platforms, all music, you know, guardian, pitchfork, Rolling Stone, all of these kind of things have given it five stars, like five out of five or four out of five. And
2: wait, I thought Pitchfork gave it a low score.
1: Uh, I don't have a Pitchfork in front of me. Pitchfork might have been the only one that wasn't, but again, it was still like four out of five or like a B. It wasn't like a C or a D or nothing. Like most people are like foaming at the mouth over this record. You know?
2: Yeah, it was seven. They gave it a seven.
1: Okay. But I, I saw a take that said, uh, if the last record won the pulitzer prize this record needs to win uh, a nobel peace prize and it's like okay man calm down calm down
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but a lot of the people that are are saying it are just saying stuff like that like this is profound it's complex it's relevatory, it's you know 60 minutes into the black experience it's blah blah but and again not to discount any of those people but if you use words like that relevatory or a, a look into the black experience, I don't think the person that wrote that is black. You know what I mean? And not to say all the people that work for the source or double XL or Vibe were black, but I would like to hear some takes from people that review hip hop records, is what I'm trying to say. Like Like
0: like us. Yeah.
1: I mean, but again, I mean, I listen to y'all. I listen to y'all bums every week. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to hear some other people too, you know.
2: But. but but you but you know what though? I don't know. But I I, I don't know because like the majority of the reviews I've seen from like I guess hip hop bloggers or hip hop media have I don't think I think the lowest squad might have seen was eight eight out of ten. Yeah, for sure. But, but, like you said, it, it it depends on the person. I think, though, like I said, it's it the the it's it's not many people that's going to it's not many people that's going to rate a Kendrick Lamar album low. I think that I think some I think too many people are actually afraid to give it a low score. But I think I think it would be, and again,
1: I'm not looking for hate because I was talking to one of my homeboys about it. I'm not looking for hate because I did see some takes that were just like. Man, this record trash. Man, this blah, blah. And it's just like, that's not what I'm looking for. But I'm looking for a well-rounded review from several people that are known for reviewing hip-hop. Like when the source was out. Like, give me four mics or five mics from somebody that also gave four mics to something that came out 10 years ago or 15. That's got a track record, you dig? Because my issue, and I talked to somebody else about this, was like, have you ever been around those? And again, I don't mean to make this a race thing, but have you ever been around, you know, a white person be be on, a, or not even a white person, let's say a, a Latino that just don't hang around black people like that. That's, you know, could be an academic, could be a, a street level person, whatever, but just has never been to a, a open mic night, you know, or a spoken word session or something, and they go and they listen to a decent spoken word, you know, or a decent poem talking about incarceration or something like that. And they learn how to snap for the first time instead of clapping. And they, they're just snapping their little fingers off, man. And they just, you know, they leave the the spoken word session or they leave the open mic night and they're just like, oh man, that's the most profound thing I've ever heard. Do Do black people really have those problems? You know, people that say stuff like that, I feel like some of those people are writing these reviews, you know?
2: But you know what though, I, I I know we're kind of getting long on this though. But um, I did see a YouTuber, and this guy has like two point five billion subscribers, and I think he gave the album a four, and and his and 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 it was like as he was talking, I was just like, I, 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 and, I, and I hear what you're saying. Like I was like, I don't think he understands a lot of this stuff because. In some cases, you know, if you haven't experienced something, something seemed over, seem blown out of proportion to other people. Like, you know, like I was telling my daughter the other day, I was just like, you know, it's just, this this instinct. The cop pull up behind me. I don't have nothing. I ain't doing nothing wrong, but I'm, always, I'm constantly looking in this mirror just to see if he gonna flash his lights or see if he gonna do something. It's just something that you know only you know everybody's not gonna understand that you know what i mean and I, yeah i don't know but 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 i mean but at the same token i don't know if there are people who i'm not sure if everyone is given an honest review either though well yeah that's what i'm
1: saying i think uh somebody that's got a track record of of doing hip-hop records would be more the speed i want to hear but i don't know if, if somebody from the Source or Double XL or, you know, out there, because I jumped on the Source website and Double XL's website and I couldn't uh, find any album reviews on there whatsoever. So I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah.
2: Like I said, Hip Hop DX
1: does reviews. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll jump on Hip Hop DX. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that.
0: Yeah. DX does a fairly decent job. Again, I do not think they have someone as talented as you Reaper. <laughs> I, I, would, I would, I would shoot out a, uh, an email to uh source and see if they hit you back. And, uh, I think it might be worth a shot because they get down like that. And you know, Dave Mays has, uh, garnered most of the ownership of the, pro- of, 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 uh, source back now. Yeah,
1: man. I, uh, Cause again, I mean, source was always the perfect title to me. Cause there was a point where it's just like you gotta check the source. Check the source. I don't. What does the source say? You know. But again, before we get off on a tangent <laughs> about hip hop magazines and stuff, the, but for people that don't know, Double XL is a magazine, and the source is a magazine. Vibe was a hip hop magazine back in the day that have been discontinued print, but uh, still exist on the internet. Anyway, uh, like I said, I'm gonna say stream everybody should stream it at least once because it's a decent, it's a decent record. But for me, I won't less necessarily be listening to it over and over. I think I might give it a couple of weeks at least before I listen to it again, let some of the stuff digest.
0: All right. That's what's up. I'm going to jump in and just say for me, as much as I enjoyed the project after listening to it as many times as I did and digesting it, I cannot give it a stream.
2: Whoa, whoa! We got to write this down. This is a stork <laughs> moment. Yeah, that's that. Right, that's <laughs> shocking. I didn't
0: expect that. I'm I'm trying to, you know, give my you know the listeners the the most honest opinion. Do do they need to spend their time? Time is precious. And the, I just don't think the average listener wants to put in as much time as I put in to get what he was trying to convey. So I think it's a no stream. Let's let uh, Kev finish this one off. Kev, anchor this one for a stream or no stream?
2: It's worth one stream just to um, satisfy your curiosity. Um, I don't think it has a lot of playback value. I don't even know if we'll be talking about this album next month. But I still say it's still worth a stream. You know, Kendra does kind of touch on subjects that others are afraid to really put in their music. So, you know, if you can relate to some of this stuff, then, you know, then this might be right up your alley. But I mean, overall, it's just I don't know. It's parts of it that can be kind of hard to listen to. But just give it a listen and, then you know, form your own opinion.
0: All right, that's two out of three on our streamer no stream, and you know what that gets.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, and that was our segment, streamer no stream for our boy Kendrick Lamar and his project, Mr. Morrows and the Big Stepper. All right. So now we're going to move on to our next segment and that's going to be talking hip hop. And we're going to start talking hip hop off with, uh, Kendrick Lamar with his uh, song, the heart part five. Uh, so fellas, uh, your impressions on the video for Kendrick's uh, song, which was not on the album, the heart part five Reaper?
1: man, I really enjoyed the video. Uh, again some cool lyricism and stuff but specifically visuals uh, so for people that haven't seen it um, Kendrick Lamar does a what's called deep fake um, and a deep fake is taking a series of images typically from movies or from uh, pictures advertisements and recreating someone's face digitally that's not actually there so with and deep fake technology is going crazy in the last six months to a year there's uh, you could check it online check tom cruise deep fake that's one of the best examples because that guy's running actually he's running and he's jumping in like a field and doing and saying things that tom cruise would say but you don't find out unless you know that it's a deep fake or until the end of the video that that's not tom cruise at all there's it's a guy posing as tom cruise and uh, basically that's what Kendrick does throughout the video. He poses as a couple of different people while he's doing the raps and people that are topical, people that are important to him and uh, famous people. But um, I think from a visual, excuse me a visual standpoint, that was super cool. And the video doesn't he doesn't go anywhere or do anything. He just stands in a room. but,
0: um, super cool, man, super cool. All right, that's what's up, Kev. What say you?
2: I, I like the concept behind it. I would I, I don't I mean, who came up with this? Was it him or was it someone else? Um it it was I, I it, it's it's I think with videos nowadays, it's so hard to really shock people because a lot of people are not doing uh, a lot of rappers, you probably see them in cars or clubs and flashing jewelry, and it it just seemed like you know a typical day for them, as opposed to someone who actually took their time and and really said, you know, it, it it this doesn't seem like it was shot in a couple hours. It felt like it was uh you know a longer process to put together, and. And I like the fact that, you know, that Kendrick and his team, you know, really, um, really thought it out and and really wanted to do something to um, to show people that, you know, he really has a talent and he really has an eye for art. And, you know, music is a art form. So, you know, expand and, 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 and don't be afraid to expand your creativity with your videos, too. So. Yeah. I I really enjoyed that, that he really, you know, he pushes the envelope with his music and then also his video. So keeping that theme going, I think is, a, is very important.
0: Yeah. That's what's up for me, man. I'm just going to say that I was very disappointed that this was not a part of the project. I, I, I think this is when you, when, when you talking about fanboying this, 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 uh, visual and this, uh, song in general as well as the lyrics made me fanboy for him because that's the Kendrick that I love from uh from the pimple butterfly as well as damn and uh, uh section 80 and um I I just was I was I was caught off guard by it I thought it was uh the visual was uh interesting and uh really appreciate it but then uh going to our next one our next part of the uh talking hip-hop and that's Kanye's uh, project it was a bit off putting the way he did the same style of project, not exactly, but the visual was just a little off putting to me uh, oh, uh unlike uh unlike uh Kendricks so that's where we're moving into the next part of talking hip hop and that is kanye West's uh new video and that was uh life of the park i'm sorry life of the party and uh I'm gonna start off that one again, just saying it was off putting but I thought it was uh, it was very artistic, and uh, I appreciated it. I liked the song better than I liked the visual, and that's my two cents. Let's jump into it with uh, Reaper. Your thoughts on Kanye West's video and song "Life of the Party"?
1: Yeah, uh, a, a different variant of deepfake technology. So uh, whereas Kendrick's video deepfakes the entire face, um, Kanye does a deep fake that I actually don't recall. Well, I mean, sometimes you see it in like uh, cartoons, but I, I don't recall. See- so basically he takes real photos from his real uh, life. And unless he's, cause I'm thinking about this in real time, unless he's recreating the whole photo digitally and then just adding his mouth over it. Cause basically what happens is the picture is still, but the mouth is moving so it's like pictures from his path, path, from his past, uh going all the way back to childhood, that just has his mouth moving when originally it could move because it was a still image. So, unless they recreated the picture entirely, I, I don't recall seeing anything deep faked that's been just a mouth added besides like a cartoon. So I thought that was really cool and Again, two pretty unique things. I mean, uh, people have been deepfaking a bunch of stuff on YouTube, but um, I don't recall seeing two deep fakes like this on a music video, which means if we see anybody do it moving forward, they're copycats. So,
0: yeah. Feel so you on that one. Definitely copycatting after this. Uh, Kev, we're going to let you answer this one?
2: Definitely. It's going to be some copycats after this one.
0: <laughs> so your thoughts, Kev?
2: Um, I... I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't as high tech as the Kendra video, but it was still enjoyable. You know, it was, it was, you know, some pictures of Kanye we have seen before, and I, I guess some footage. Uh, I think, what, at the end, it was footage from his documentary. I think it was.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
2: it it was enjoyable. It was really enjoyable. Um, and I, and I think it was this... uh, it was kind of uh, like like Reba said, it was another variant of the deep fake technology but in kind of a more of a animated cartoonish way so it kind of you know with to Lamar's it looked cool but Kanye's was a little bit it, it was more enjoyable I don't I, I don't want to say enjoyable but it was just you know one yeah one was cool and one was just something to be like oh how, oh yeah okay I, I really like this one so yeah both were, both were good I like the way both did each video. All
0: right. Really appreciate that, fellas. And that was talking hip hop. All right. So now we're going to jump into our last segment, and that is stream or no stream for our man, Jack Hollow and his project. Come home. The kids miss you. And here we go with the first song that we thought was notable from the project. Let's get it.
3: Groove like uh uh-uh, uh, do a leaper. I'm tryna do more with her than do a feature. I check the web, they are here chewing me up. Fuck it, fade away. I left that Lucanier bucket. I heard from someone, you say you could be us. Nothing, you know my city like the New career, all these discussions over who can see us. Hush it, I sold them basements out. Let's do arenas. Crushing, she looking, I'm blushing, I'm lying, I'm touching.
0: All right. And that was a Dua Lipa from uh, our man, Jack Harlow's project. Come home. The kids miss you. I'm gonna jump out and do my first little uh, piece on this as far as the question and the answer and say that was the project too long or was the project too complicated? Because I'm not getting a lot of reviews I, I this is I think it's been out now two maybe three weeks and I'm just not seeing a lot of great reviews on anything more than the singles. everybody's kind of trashing the rest of the album so I'm like what what I mean I don't know what they want from the young man uh, I, I enjoyed the actual project itself I thought that the production on it was good um, I thought he used a lot of production uh producers i thought he, he used a lot and 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 i don't know maybe that's the project problem with the project that it wasn't cohesive i'll leave that up to my other co-host to give their two cents on that but uh uh the time on it was only 45 minutes which is you know fairly good time so for me you know i thought the i thought it was uh it wasn't too long and i thought that the production man is just it was it was all over the place, but um, he could have definitely had a little bit more cohesiveness. And, um, you know, maybe he just got, you know, too carried away with how many producers wanted to work with him. Uh, so let's check in with um, Kev. Kev, your thoughts on Jack Harlow's production and the length of the project.
2: The length I didn't have a problem with production. I didn't have a problem with Did to kind of go back on the point you made about, you know, you didn't hear a lot of reviews and some and the reviews you did hear was people trashing it. I did see the same thing, and but the one I think the one comment I saw the most was that um people were well the two comments were were people who were fans of Jack Harlow were felt like they felt like he went too mainstream on this album. And other people who weren't big fans of Jack Harlow said it sounded like a Drake album so I, I don't know, you know, I don't know how, you know, you could really respond to that in some way, but... Is that a diss? I, but see, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I personally don't think so. And, and and here's the crazy part. I listened to this album first, and then I listened to Kendrick Lamar, and that's what threw me off. Because when I listened to this album, I was like, okay you know yeah it does sound a little uh more i guess pop pop hop or you know kind of in that drake vein lane but i didn't see a problem with it i that's what actually made me enjoy it but it it was i was such on a high after listening to this kind of listening to kendrick brought me down so that's why it threw me off so I listen to this again. I listen to this more than I listen to the Kendrick.
0: Yeah. I'm with you on that. And uh, I appreciate you mentioning the, uh, Drake-ish sound or tone to the project. Uh, let's let Reaper, uh, uh, anchor this one. Your thoughts on the production and length of the project.
1: Yeah, man, I think it's an easy listen, uh, 15 tracks, 45 minutes. Uh, again, like I said, another, example of um Kendrick's project is 18 songs but it's 30 almost 35 minutes longer than this this is 15 tracks but it doesn't even touch an hour it's 15 minutes shy of an hour so um I think it was an easy listen uh, especially like I said it, if we're comparing it to the Kendrick is certainly easier to listen to I was actually surprised that uh because again a lot of young dudes no offense i mean that's just what's hot right now but a lot of young dudes just use trap production solely so i was pleasantly surprised that it's not just trap beats on every single song like he went out and got timberland pharrell is on there timberland is sort of doing a a modern rendition of timberland more so than a classic timberland quote unquote and pharrell too but even i don't know if the features you want to throw that into there. uh this man got Justin Timberlake on one of his songs. I remember listening to I'm like this kind of sound like Justin Timberlake and I looked down I was like how did he afford Justin Timberlake to uh, and it's not even a single. It's like one of the uh the the deep cuts. But um yeah, I don't I don't have an issue with the album, man. I mean, there's there's some songs like Poison with Lil Wayne where it's like just the soul sample and I feel like the whole beat is slightly a half a step off like they should either rap faster or slow down the beat like I feel like they're offbeat through the whole song and uh the singles are uh again in line with that sort of trap sound Dua Lipa and uh Nail Tech and uh First Class is addictive man it's it's such a earworm song man (laughs) But again that's because glamorous back in the day that Fergie was uh was the same way but um no doubt you want to play the next song and then I'm I'm going to talk I'm going to quote a lyric.
0: Yeah, we're going to jump into that. I just want to mention real quick that uh John Mayer is on the on on here as a, a a producer credit as well as I was very surprised at how many tracks that Jack Harlow himself had uh put himself in the mix as far as um uh production credit. So leave it with that and we're going to move on to the next song that we thought was notable speaking of them you know uh kev talking about uh drake-ish the next song is uh churchill downs featuring drake let's get it
3: sometimes when i sit back and really let it register i did everything i said i would and said it first I mean, the world's in denial, but they all know what I'm headed for. <laughs> we about to feed these youngins to the metaverse. Meanwhile, I'm over here just trying to pen a verse. Because I'm done being extra with the extroverts. The label used to wonder how I'm supposed to stand next to Vert. Probably never thought that I would get these legs to work I work hard, but hard shit don't need no extra work That's why I show up in a sweatshirt and let it burn The world's mine, I just say fuck it, let it turn The girl's mine, I just say fuck it, have it turn The goats call me to the side like can we have a word I could've fronted, but I did this shit how I preferred. Mm. I know I should be humble, but it's something I just haven't learned Soon enough I'll have to make these bad habits burn Soon enough we about to come and get the shit we earn You are not a fan now but I remember
0: when you used to be fanned out. I guess when the whole world loved you. Yeah, man. That was Churchill Down featuring Drake off our man Jack Harlow's project. Come home, the kids miss you. And uh I'm gonna let uh Kev jump in on this one and say uh your thoughts on the overall project and streamer no string, Kev.
2: <laughs> Early in the show, we were talking about ratings for Kendrick Lamar's album. And I'm looking at a few for Jack Harlow, and you know Pitchfork gave Kendrick a seven. Anybody want to guess what they gave this album?
0: Oh, it was terrible.
1: Yeah, K- Pitchfork can be pretty rough sometimes.
2: Two point nine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I. That's crazy. That's crazy. And Rolling Stones barely gave it a three. I I, I say this is a stream overall it, it is a very upbeat album it's very enjoyable um, it's very lighthearted it's i mean it's something good to listen to you know if you're in your car you know going to work or taking a walk around the block or even you know in the house chilling this is something that you can really you know you can listen to and it's uh it'll make you feel good and um i you know i i, I don't I don't disagree with the Drakeish vibe, but I think that um, I think one of the things I was when I, I think I was halfway through, and I was like, "Where's DJ Drama? Like, does DJ Drama still play a role in his career in some way?" Because it was just, I don't know, it just had to, it just I don't know, it was just something about it that just it seemed more mainstream than. I think I was actually expecting, but I'm not saying that in a bad way. I was just, you know, I was just looking for drama in some capacity. And I think he popped up on one song. Overall, it's a stream for me. I I, I played this a couple of times. I enjoyed it. And I, and you know, as much as I hate, I don't want to compare the two albums, but I like this one better than I like the other one.
0: Yeah. That's what's up. I feel you on that, man. Uh, you know, For me, I think the overall project was light. Like you said, it was something like uh, Reaper had said you can chill to, you know, when you've had a week of uh, listening to all types of uh, uh, hip hop. This is the album that you put on and say, hey, I'm just going to chill, have some drinks, maybe smoke a cigar. Uh, you know, sit with my lady and uh, chit chat or whatever it may be. And this gives you that real chill vibe or have some people over for some drinks and some chill time. This is definitely one of the tracks or albums that I will put on. And and, and I, I'm, I'm, I commend uh, the young man. I do think he got just really I think he got so much love from so many people that he didn't want to turn it down so he just let everybody jump on a track and and uh, contribute to this project so you know again I, that's my only complaint was i thought that the production was a little messy and that it was kind of it wasn't cohesive i definitely thought it was curated well he put enough low low uh what is the, what what's the um uh, reaper what is it low vibe what's what what's that what do you call the um that genre of music low fi Yes, I thought some of the songs had a lo-fi vibe to them. And then he also put the hype songs in the right place as well. You know, the danceable tracks. He kind of definitely mixed it up well. So thank you, Reaper, for that. And this is definitely a stream for me. So let's let uh, Reaper anchor this one.
1: Uh, Yeah, the the I don't know if I would go as far as he yeah, had putting it on with my lady or, or on a cigar. or something. it's not chill like that, but. It's a, I would say it's an easy listen, man. Uh, there is some filler on there. Um, it definitely could have been a little bit shorter. But like I said, I don't think it's overly long. And um, he's trying to really rap and show his lyricism on a couple of songs, uh, particularly the one that we just played, Churchill. Um, and he's getting outrapped by Drake, unfortunately. But I mean, you know. So I think that's the, the the thing. The thing about this, I think it's uh to use something that B always says, uh, we're looking for growth. <laughs> you know, I think this is a decent starting point. You know, if he makes three more albums that sound like this, eh, well, okay. But if if this is just your starting point and you've already got first class being like a super smash, uh Dua Lipa doing decent right now um and you've got some some rapping ability in the middle you know you've got at least because again Pharrell and Timberland don't just work with anybody you know so you've got nods from some vets you know I think you are going in the right direction you know just need to find your lane and uh yeah I'll say it's a stream. you know it's Got some bangers on there. Uh, some of the reviews I've read question longevity. Is Jack Harlow gonna be around in five years? You know, Like I said just a second ago, are you gonna make two or three more albums that sound just like this, or are you gonna like evolve? But yeah, I say uh, give it a go, why not? No, uh, not a ton of cohesion, that's the other thing I wanted to say as well too. It's not an album, and that's why I think uh, the Drake comment isn't warranted because uh all drake's oh not all but most of drake's albums sound really put together 40 does a really good job of blending songs from one to the other and knowing what drake's sound is you know but with that being said uh let's get some uh hilarious sound effects because i said stream i think everybody said stream right
0: yes they did and you know what happens when everybody agrees And you take it away, Reaper.
1: All right, man. Well, you know, every week, man, we're here. We appreciate all the people out there in Radio Land giving a listen to the Mixer Rap Podcast. As always, it's gonna be me, Reaper. We got Kev. We got B-Wise. Kev, let them know the social media before we get up out of here, man.
2: You can find us on uh Instagram at mixedera rap pod. And you can find us on our Twitter at Mix Air Rap.
1: Cool. As always, you can find me across uh, all platforms at the 313kid, T-H-E, 313kid, Twitter, Instagram, WeChat, MixCloud. B, you got anything else to say before we get up out of here?
0: Hey, please, uh, wherever platform you're listening to us on, like the uh, episode and follow us on uh, any of the uh, whether it be Deezer, Stitcher um, Apple uh, iTunes uh, uh, we're getting a lot of love from Spotify so all my Spotify people keep listening to us, tell a friend to tell a friend we out of here Peace!